Hey everyone, it's Pineapple. Just a quick note before we start the episode, this episode contains some not-so-nice four-letter words in it. We've bleeped them out, so if you hear this sound, that means it was bleeped. In the context of the sentences, it may be obvious what was said, so if you have kids, you may want to listen to this episode without them. Enjoy the show! Wholesome Transmissions is sponsored by Riptide Esports. Riptide is a fantastic upcoming esports organization that focuses on community and camaraderie more than just results. Similar to the message of this show, Riptide knows that player well-being and outlook is just as important as performance and skill, and that's why we're thrilled to be sponsored by them. Follow them on Twitter at Riptide underscore HQ and get plugged into their Discord server that's open to the public. Hey everybody, welcome back to Wholesome Transmissions, the show about video games and the way they impact people. Today we have another bonus episode of our season, this time focusing on the news that ARMS has received this week in the form of the announcement of the 2020 ARMS North America Online Open Tournament and the announcement that the next DLC fighter for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate will be coming from ARMS. This news has already meant a lot to the ARMS community, and Radio and I wanted to make an episode talking about this news with some guests, as well as discussing what this could mean for the ARMS scene, as well as what the fighter in Super Smash Bros. might look like based on our experience. We've also brought two guests in today to discuss these topics, Scrimps and Soul. Um, Scrimps was one of our guests in our first season, and he's a community leader for the ARM scene. He's hosted a lot of long-standing online tournaments, as well as being a commentator for the game. And he's a very good friend of radio and myself. We're thrilled to have him back on. Our second guest is Soul. He's a competitive Super Smash Bros. player and ARMS player who has a lot of great knowledge in both scenes. Soul was the number one Little Mac player in Super Smash Bros. for the Wii U for multiple years and played competitive ARMS in the early stages of the game, winning multiple offline tournaments. We're thrilled to have both of these guests with us today to talk about the news for ARMS, and we appreciate you both being on the show. Um, it means a lot to us, and we're excited to just kind of dive right in. I will say uh, this past week with all of this arms news and caring so much for the game, I have I have worried a little bit less about COVID-19 because I know I'm taking the precautions that I need to and I'm doing everything I can to isolate myself. So beyond that, I mean, you know, it's it's good. It's good. It's it's great time uh, for for arms and the, and the gaming community. So I guess starting out then, I just I just want to get your initial reactions to um, the arms news. I guess we'll start with radio, my co-host. And I just kind of want to ask radio, what was your initial take on what happened this past week with the arms news? I didn't think it was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I flat out was just like, what? Is this a joke? I thought someone was playing a joke on me, right? <laughs> and um, and so I, I saw the uh, actual link from uh, Nintendo, and I was just like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" <laughs> I just couldn't stop like fanboying. I was just over here like, "Where's my fan?" 
<laughs> so it was it was just really cool to see um, that they were supporting the game first off, and then yeah. like um, along with the announcement, they were saying you know the orange was going to be free to play for a certain time. I was just like, oh my god, they're actually supporting the game. <laughs> oh my god, this I is know. great. Yeah, I, I agree. I I think, um, and we can get into this a little bit, but at first I was thinking okay they're just doing like they're just giving arms support because they can't leave their houses and everything's on lockdown and they just need like stuff to stream to kind of keep things going so i thought okay they chose arms but then when we received the smash news i thought wow like this could actually be you know the the um forerunner to something kind of crazy like even like a sequel or something right and and so yeah so scrims what, what was your reaction my reaction was woo, victory screen, something along those lines. Um, yeah, I I thought it was a joke too because we've had this happen before where somebody will retweet something from a year ago and everybody's like, "What? There's an official Nintendo tournament?" Yeah. Oh wait, that was last year. <laughs> but yeah, so I thought thought that was a joke, and the weird thing is I was making the. Uh, I make music. I was telling you guys I'm making one with a bunch of Helix noises in it. And yeah. I put out a tweet that said <laughs> that. And then literally 20 seconds later, the tweet for the uh, Smash reveal came out. And I was like, oh my god, did I just summon the arms gods? We, we somehow did it, boys. Yeah, but with the the Smash news, that is very substantial. Like, the, the online tournament is one thing. Yeah. Because, like you said, everybody's in lockdown. They may just be giving people something to do. But then with the Smash announcement, mm -hmm. now they're committing to kind of supporting the IP still after two years of not hearing anything. All of a sudden, we have a Smash rep. We have an announcement date for the character and also blank. Who knows? <laughs> I absolutely Exactly. And I think that's the main thing is the last actual ARMS update for the game was December of 2017, right? So it's been it's been a while since we've actually received any any substantial things for ARMS. Um, and I guess that that's the case. And I think that and we'll, so soul, you come from the smash scene as well. And this, the overall um, reaction that I've seen from the smash scene is like, we already had Byleth. Now we have an arms character. Why are you doing this? Like we, you know, I think everyone is just kind of frustrated because they're, they're hoping for some of the more notable characters that people want, like more, better crossovers. Like I know people want Sora and who knows, Master like there's so G many other characters that okay want. so let's let's address some, yeah. some things from the smash community one we get this with every character they gave they gave us this with piranha plant they gave us this with Byleth. yes they gave mm -hmm. us this with Springman. uh the first thing i would tell the arms community is to not take it personally we're filled with young whining children and um, <clears throat> and, and and to be honest uh the reality is it will the next character that comes out there will be a large subsection that whinges about them too they whinged about banjo they whinged like who didn't they whinge about i mm -hmm. can't name a dlc that that everyone universally beside oh k-roll k-roll was the only one they ever liked and even then i saw whinging on k-roll i still 
Saw tertiary <laughs> whinging on K rule. So like there's there will be whinging. Don't let the vocal minority represent the majority to you. And that's important to recognize. Twi- Twitter uh, smash yeah, yeah, is yeah. not not the smash, not the poll, not the actual smash. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that I think that regardless of what gets announced, um, like there's obviously going to be a huge amount of either hype or absolute hatred from either side. Doesn't matter the community. Um, I know that since obviously um, Radio Scrimps and myself are in the arms community um, and talking to a lot of the people. I think that the arms community has just had this sort of instinct reaction to like, we have to defend our game. Like, no, this is amazing news. What are you guys talking about? And at the end of the day, I just kind of look at it and say, look guys, like, you know, you don't have to defend the game because it's also, exactly, it's happening, which is fantastic. And that's all you need to worry about. Um, and I think people like, and also from the from the perspective of a larger uh, fish in the you know the sea being smash and the smaller fish being arms, no matter what your response is to people, if you're in the arms scene, it's just going to come off as bad because like you either you either like you know you either don't respond to people's criticism of it and you know the criticism still stands, or if you do respond, you just look like <laughs> you, look, like, you well, know you they, just look like, like you know they just like, got done when about Terry so one moment they just got done whinging about Terry so they're always gonna move on but it'll move on like they will move on from the spring men or ribbon girl or min min or um, you know you, you you name it it doesn't they, they we can literally we have no idea Cobra, yeah. springtron yeah. who, who know. knows right so it could, yeah it, it couldn't um, be anyone we don't know I'm, I'm sure Gormagala yes. will be ecstatic he looks. <laughs> <laughs> he looks fantastic. It's it's important that people not get too bogged down in it because there's nothing that you have to defend. This is the okay. So having ventured out into other FGCs as well, um, fun statistical fact: the average mm-hmm. age of like your your typical FGC, say Guilty Gear, say even Mortal Kombat's a little on the younger side, but not terribly so. Um, Guilty Gear, Mortal Kombat, um, Laws Blue. The average Tekken, uh, the average community age is somewhere between 25 and 27. And the average community age mm-hmm. of Smash is like 20, 21. And that's, that's high. That's low. So, so you have to remember you're dealing with a community that hasn't fully matured yet. Um, that does have an appeal to a younger audience mm-hmm. and younger people can be sometimes more vocal. And it's not necessarily Definitely, something yeah, that yeah. deserves um, defending because to me, it's a non-question mm-hmm. why Nintendo chose a representative from a unique Nintendo IP that is also a fighting game that was based on the Switch that in the opening weeks outsold Tekken and Street Fighter combined. That's a non-question to me, why they <laughs> ultimately decided to go with it. And in fact, as early as uh, 2018, when we, when we knew that ultimately came out, I was one of the, the first people on board suggesting this would occur. And not only did I suggest it, I actually suggested that it would occur as a DLC due to the recency of ARMS release compared to the, to the release time. This is something that I... Yeah, you, you saw yeah, that I little s- post. Yeah. I saw your tweet of like you being like a, a time-traveling <laughs> wizard and basically saying that we're going to get a uh, ARMS rep and smash back in like 2018. And yeah, it came it came to fruition. I, I And I completely agree. It's like, you know, obviously ARMS did sell well. 
And I think that a lot of the perspective on the game is that it doesn't, it's not as complex enough to be a, um, you know, a, a truly competitive fighter for the long run. But I think that it is obviously like it, they should have a representative or it's not out of the question that, that Nintendo would do that because they obviously gave a lot of love and support to the game. It's a very well crafted game. It's, it has an insane level of polish and, and character to it. Um, and it, it makes sense. It's a, it's a good, you know, it's really exciting. So, um, Soul, I guess, for, for you, obviously having dabbled in other um, Smash or other fighting games, what, what kind of drew you to ARMS? Because I know that we didn't really discuss that in, in the episode we recorded with you before, and I just kind of wanted to see, you know, what you really like about the game and what you think so is, is actually, interesting about it. actually, it's a little bit of a backstory, but the same, that what drew me to ARMS is what drew me to Mac. I, uh, I boxed for a long time in my life, and I... It was a Nintendo punching game, and it was very simple. That was a very simple uh, introduction that actually kind of pulled me in. But like with Mac, um, I always identified with underdogs. I loved that kind of tenaciousness and that boxing fighting style. And I thought Arms like took that, but then it had such a great art design, soundtrack, and it had so much flavor to it. And um, my only initial concern was: was it competitive? Was it competitive? And, and I understand that from the outside in, yes, there is a lot of criticism about the complexity of arms. Um, but I actually even want to snap back a little bit at that and say, no, I, I think that there is still wonderful theory and neutral, and there's a lot of genuine depth to the way you approach the game, the way you optimize your plays. If, if there wasn't, there was, there was no way to have any level of call dropping an offline set in my lifetime. I had to get dropped into the online like topside, you can't be consistent in a game with no depth and a game that it, that, that, that lacks, you know, competitive balance and variety. It's just impossible. So I, I disagree with that sentiment. One and two, um, specifically with Arms, it, it just it felt like it had a little bit of everything. And when I got into it, the last piece of the puzzle doesn't have depth. To me, it was answered, and I thought yes. I thought it was. I thought there was a lot there. And mechanically, it was just so fast-paced, and it, it was really intense, and I enjoyed that. Um, I, un I understand it never maybe took off in the way that we had all ho hoped it would, but it deserved to. And I hope that with more representation inside Smash, a potential... Look, I'm, I'm going to say right here, if, if you don't smell Arms 2 on the horizon, then your nose is broken. <laughs> and I, and and so <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna say that i can't really dictate if it'll ever take off like we wanted to on like the level of smash right but mm -hmm. the potential has been revived and there's more chances in the future the game deserved it so yeah definitely yeah i i completely agree i i think that with um with the smash reveal with um the tournament the announcement and them giving everyone you know two weeks to play the full game yeah i think that the idea of arms 2 on the horizon is definitely a strong possibility at this point and um 
I, I agree. I think that the game is, you know, it obviously does have complexities. I think that um, what what I've talked about in the arm scene before is that like the margin between the best and worst character, I feel like is more of like a 25% maybe difference in overall like consistency or power creep, right? Whereas in Smash, obviously the difference between a best and a worst character is insane you know like it's just drastic so arms in that sense it does rely on a lot of neutral it relies on good reads and consistency might be just a tad harder um to see that on the competitive side of things um than some other games but it's definitely you know that's definitely exciting to to see um and scrimps i wanted to ask you this because obviously you've hosted so many tournaments and you've been such a um you know one of the central community figures in the scene what do you think this might mean for the online scene going forward um if we you know continue up with a little bit of support um or if arms 2 comes out what do you think might happen so um i guess to to answer to answer the question of do I think it's enough to bring the community back? We've already seen mm-hmm. the community back. All it took was the announcement. <laughs> we don't even need the content. And everybody within a day was just boom. All the discords active. Everybody in the DM setting up tournaments and battles and lobbies and streams. Like within 24 hours, we had 10, 20 different pieces of content. Now there's hundreds of viewers on arms all the time on Twitch. Uh, so I think the mm-hmm. announcement alone was enough to bring the community back. And there's no doubt in my mind that we're getting more arms, whether that's some sort of DLC in a patch or arms two, which is most likely in my mind. Um, so the fact that the announcement alone was enough to bring us back and the fact that we know there's more content coming, I think that the scene's going to be back at him and strong for the foreseeable future until we understand what the uh, new content we're getting is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I think that it is interesting because I think it was this, just the fact that it seemed like Nintendo had dropped support for arms that really kind of over time, uh, you know, saw the community yeah. dwindle. I think that I think that with Splatoon, we've seen that they like like for Splatoon, Nintendo still does online, you know, tournaments and does significant tournaments. Which, be, if you have those, it, it's there's so much um, like just innate desire to compete in tournaments and do well to get to those Nintendo tournaments and do you know and, and whatever um, that it keeps the scene going. And I think maybe for Arms, Nintendo. I don't know why they didn't do support, mm-hmm. you know, over the like, you know, every six months or every year. Uh, maybe it's just because they were spreading their resources kind of thin on the competitive yeah. side and would rather would rather maybe do something like this where all of a sudden arms has an, a comeback, basically. And that's the way that they wanted to do it. Yeah. We don't really know. But I agree. I think that the just the announcement of support was insane. I mean, you, we saw a tournament yesterday that had like 70 viewers, which is obviously small potatoes for most games, but for arms, that's, that's, yeah, that's pretty yeah, significant. That's a pretty good one. Um, I think the, yeah. the major point on this is that the community came back so quickly because like soul was saying before, I feel that a lot of us saw arms as a legitimate fighter and a legitimate addition to smash. Like, from the very beginning, I obviously wanted an arms rep, and it made so much sense to me. 
but we hadn't seen news, hadn't had a patch update, nothing in two years. Mm -hmm. So I think the community kind of, they didn't lose faith in the game. They lost faith in Nintendo providing more content and more tournaments and things for the game. So I think as soon as that was announced, then nobody's passion for the game had dwindled. But now that we know there's content coming, it's everybody's electric right now. Right now, you guys have me thinking about streaming (laughs) it again. Yes. yes. Hey, if you if if you stream it, I will. Uh, I would have to stream you. it. They will watch. <laughs> it would be it, it, it would be it would be a real no, pleasure definitely. getting a, a right where where wholesome transmissions uh, getting messed up by by people learning all these new like things that have come out in or all the new things that had come out past my time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would be that would be really nice. Yeah. I think. Also. This is kind of a weird question. Apologies for hijacking the interview, but I think this is an important thing to touch on. Go ahead. How do you think they're going to handle the ARMS character release? Because I've heard some cross theories about... Okay, <clears throat> so I'm not sure if you guys actually understand like Smash logic, and these are, to be fair, fan-created rules, but so far they've held up consistently for decades. Um, assist trophies in the same mm-hmm. game don't get to become characters, except that our assist trophies in the game are, Sma- yep. are, are Springman. Uh, <laughs> and our uh, and we have me outfits for Ribbon Girl as well as Springman. Uh, yeah, but some of the interesting ideas that but but they listed him amongst the the possibilities. Obviously, I have my biases, and I and I'm and I'm happy for anyone that gets their character inside this game, even if I don't get mine. Let's be very mm-hmm. clear. Uh, but I've heard some interesting positive theories that enti- wouldn't entirely work out. I don't think, but possibly could. So, for example, um, do you, do any of you know how Bowser Jr. works inside of Smash? Yeah, you change over his uh, costume, oh, yeah. and it changes over different yeah. types of characters. Shout out Wendy. Yes, here. okay. Cheap, cheap. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> hashtag cheap, cheap. Uh, no, uh, so I have heard speculation that, uh, okay, so I understand that we're months out, and I understand that COVID's a thing. I have zero belief structure right now that they don't know the character that they want to go with design-wise for the DLC. So I I think that there is a certain level of intention uh, behind announcing ARMS character, not the character from ARMS. And um, yeah, Mm -hmm. I I think that it would be unprecedented in the history of Smash to not have like a main mascot representation, i.e. Springman or Ribbon Girl. Uh, But also I think that we might be facing down something like that. They have more time to develop this, and, and albeit COVID is impactful, Japan's seen the curve flatten significantly. They're, they're seeing you know cases and risk reduction. Uh, if they're, mm-hmm. they're in a position to genuinely recover and begin making efforts to build out. And I think that... Yeah. That's a lot of time they're taking, and I think that they're part like partially yes, of course, it's a response to the difficulties presented by COVID. But that is a lot of time, um, and I'm wondering if maybe they're not doing something akin to Bowser Jr. or akin to maybe Bowser Jr. but as with Echoes, and so maybe it's not yeah. an arms fighter. Maybe it's like the core mechanics of arms with minor differences between mm-hmm. echoes attached in one whole package. Yeah. I um yeah. 
I, I honestly, I think that is a very valid theory because I think between um, radio scrims and myself in terms of the competitive arm scene, I would say I have the most experience in that given, you know, I have about almost at this point, it's like 1700 hours logged in arms, which is a, yes. obviously <laughs> a lot. I played in a lot of tournaments, both online, offline. I would say I know the competitive scene extremely well and the mechanics of each and everyone's characters. And I would say that I think it's a strong possibility because when you boil arms down, every character has the same, like same general kit in terms of obviously punching with both arms, dashing, shielding, um, jumping, you know, being able to do a double jump. Those things are all the same across all 15 characters. And it, and then in terms of the differences between the characters, each character has one or two gimmicks that make them do something different, right? Springman has his deflect, which can deflect punches when he dashes. Um, Kid Cobra has heightened jumps, and he also has a change dash. You have Master Mummy, who you know is a slower character that has a shield um, that regenerates health. And if you look at it that way, everyone has the same kit of seven or eight different things they can do, and then they have like one or right. two different mechanics, you know, at, at its fundamental level. So I think, yeah, the possibility that they release an arms character, quote unquote, that's just you know different skins and maybe Echo Fighters that have the one thing that that character does differently than the rest of the cast, as you know, they're different, um, you know, special move or something. I think that's a possibility. I think that's a strong possibility. Um, I think it would be great to see a truly, you know, see Spring Man and just Spring Man or see just Min Min, um, which would be neat. It'd be cool. But I, I think that it's not out of the question. Um, Scrim, so what do you think on that? Um, so I could see this going several different ways. Um, Soul touched on the fact that the it's most prevalent in Smash to bring the foremost character to the game. If that's going to happen, it's going to be the poster boy, but it's going to be the poster boy for ARMS 2. They, if they're going to give us one character in... You think it's going to so be... So if they're going to give us one character instead of this sort of uh, me fighter approach, mm-hmm. I think we're either going to get Min Min because she's uh, she won what party crash seems to be the most popular character outside of spring and ribbon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so I could see either Min or a brand new character as the one release, but I don't think that's the most likely scenario. I think it's going to be, yeah. um, well, I, I shouldn't say, I think I'm, I'm just spitballing here, but there's, well, you think it, don't you? The biggest, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, getting deep. Um, I think that what would make the most sense is ARMS' most unique aspect is the fact that you can switch out ARMS. Yes. So if they didn't introduce that as an option, I think they'd be playing themselves. And I don't think that's going to happen. So my most likely prediction is that we're going to get some sort of me, brawler, fighter mix where you can choose between a few ARMS. And yeah. I don't see the Echo characters working out because there's some characters who will break Smash. Like, say, for example, you put Coil in Smash and now you have a character floating around the screen the whole time, shielding in midair. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, you win. You just broke two games. Thanks, Dr. Coil. <laughs> Thank you.
but even with like the difference between Springman and Ribbon Girl, we're gonna have uh, deflect on Springman, and then Ribbon Girl has an mm-hmm. extra aerial jump and air dodge. And I, mm-hmm. I just don't think that you could viably add in these different aspects and balance everything within Smash. Like I, the biggest problem I see is a lot of the abilities that arms characters have breaking smash so what we will see is the long distance grab that'll be the new mechanic that other characters don't have i mean i I know we have tether grabs and whatnot but this is going to be the longest grab in the game for sure surely it must um yeah so the punching the grabbing that's all going to be there um but yeah I, i see some sort of me thing happening here where they're going to give us a few different options to play with and uh probably not just one character that's a that's a good point and i think that we could honestly see something almost like shulk his wheel of different you know st- you know modes uh, yeah, you could yeah. maybe even see that you could even see that for switching out mm-hmm. your arms right like i could totally see that that you could maybe have five different options for um ways that you you know interact with with all of your attacks and it being, you know, varied depending on what arms what you have equipped. What if? Um, and I'm sorry, I, I just I could popcorn thoughts. No, go ahead. Go I ahead. just had a what if yeah. in my head. Too. So what if the only time you could swap your arms was when you were on the 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 recovery platform after you lose your stock? Yeah, the reason. <laughs> yeah. What if? What if that? Yeah. What if you switched you your arms there and those were your arms oh. per stock? Wouldn't that? Be- yeah, that could work because on the respawn, it would bring up the menu where you have your three yeah, arms and, and you and can you'd have, choose. Yeah, you'd quick. have 10 seconds to swap out the arms any way you wanted, yeah. and bam, you just go into the next stock. Like, okay, this is what I need. <laughs> I like it. That would be brilliant. And one of, the, one of the thoughts that came up when you said, you know, if they release like the poster child from Arms 2, is we don't really know if they, if one, if there's Arms 2. Um, if they're going to bring back all the characters from the first game and then add, you know, how many extras, yeah. right? Because we don't know that I, for this game. You know, obviously. I think it's got to be... We're going to find out when they uh, announce who the character is. We're going to find out what the content is, too, I think, on that day. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree. I mean, I could totally see, because ARMS only has 15 characters... I don't think if they added five more characters, that being completely crazy for a fighting game that they want to have balanced, I could totally see Arms Two having the original fifteen oh, fighters should, from yeah. Arms One, and then and then and then adding five more characters to make a twenty mm-hmm. roster. I think that's totally well, especially like, because a again the, the biggest thing was just like the the arms themselves. The arms were almost the characters in a lot of ways. Just the characters yeah. were augments yeah. on the arms in a weird in a weird way. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, you're right. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's, I agree. That's Radio, a what is great okay. point? Sold. It's like the the arms, like you just said, are almost the character, and then the characters are just one or two additions on the base mechanics of what everybody can mm-hmm. do. It's mm-hmm. almost reverse yeah. from a traditional fighter. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. Radio, what is your thought on on who might be in the game or what they might do? So I gotta pick one out of the cast, or just what you think they might do with the fighter for? Okay, Smash. okay, okay. I was I was about to be like, ooh, <laughs> you already know my noodle girl gonna be in. But um, anyways, <laughs> I think uh, I think they'll probably end up sticking with one individual character. Um, they announced the season two, you know, after season one, 
And the only reason why I don't think um, I think it's going to be for that reason. I think maybe they had a lot of ideas on the on the on the table at first, but I don't think they'd be um, working on a multi wheel of a cast to be putting into the game now. Um, it'd be really cool though. I'd be down for but that. But the way they announced it, the way they showed. Yeah, no, I I thought wow. about that too. I was just like, oh man, you could do this so many ways. Yeah. I mean, it, it is possible that given, um, I mean, you know, they probably already have the character in development, sure, but maybe it's because the fact that they don't know if it's going to get delayed because of COVID-19 and if they might have to push things back from when they even said in the announcement that maybe they wanted to be extra careful with what they say to start out with because they know that the possibility is you yeah. know, maybe they'll have to push back production. They don't want to necessarily keep people waiting for a specific character that they announce um, for like seven months. You know, if it if it really came to that, I don't think it will, but it's a possibility. Um, so you know we don't know we don't know why they did yeah the it's the just way did. the way that they did it has me feeling like there's more than we're being told if they did that it'd be because super why awesome. why else would you show the entire roster picture you you could just show clips from the game and say there's an arms character coming but they specifically put up the whole cast and said that yeah, they like need going to be the sum plot yeah, twist. And they said that they need to stretch the development time because of the <laughs> weird mechanics. So it's like, okay, they're they're showing us the entire cast, and they're saying that they need more development time, which I've only heard like once before. Which character was that? That took forever to come out. Jeez, Banjo came out quick. Terry came out quick. I, I, I recall that Piranha was initially intended as a release, and then got stretched into free DLC. For the game on release, perhaps that's who you're thinking of. Plant. Yeah, may, that's, maybe. That's possible. That sounds right. We'll go with that. <laughs> I think what would be cool, though, um, at least in my opinion, is if they, if you do have a wheel of characters, keep them with their d- default arms. That way, you, if you need to be a heavy like Melmy, if they in, intend that, you also have the heavy arms as well. Or like maybe Min Min with her dragon and also another heavy arm. And those mechanics of the arms actually come into play. So if you have like light arms, they can just be deflected off by just regular punches from other mm-hmm. characters or maybe charge beams or something like that. Um, so if you take the account into what each armed class can do in a normal fight, I think that would honestly be the coolest thing they could add into the game regarding the characters other than you know just having the character and their, their abilities as well. Um, just to see how they affect the game. Uh, do you guys think that would be possible? I don't know. I'd go to Soul on this one for his knowledge of Smash. Development in general here is going to be really tricky, to be fair. Um, so, for example, when we look at case-by-case basis, I feel as if, though, for example, uh, a customs environment, Springman, would not really be very viable for them to... That, that's just so much to program each arm bring mm-hmm. on each of these aspects because the arms had so many ways you could play every character so many ways and um so i think what what could potentially happen is um probably a rotation of characters with some mixture of similar defaults and yeah and then the default specifically will rotate so like if if, if again bias acknowledged like Springman were in I don't think you would be looking at him and, and the mechanic of switching arms, which to be fair is inherent to the series, so that would make sense. If that was in, 
uh, you wouldn't be looking at Springman with 40 arm choices. You'd be looking at Springman with his three people. Right. Definitely. Yeah, that's the other issue is that, you know, it's hard to cut you off radio. I was just going to say, like, the, the issue with with the the mind, like, the endless possibilities, like, just saying that we're getting a character from arms, you have 15 characters, you have 42 arms for all of those characters, you have billions of actual possibilities if they wanted to do something in the game. So there's a lot in the air that, um, and they could go in, in several different and, and fascinating directions for what they do for this. Yeah, I... I just wonder how they'll individually put in each arm, like if it'll act as if it was like in game, like if a light arm got deflected by a normal punch or something like that, or if a heavy arm could overtake like a charge beam from Samus or something. I actually have a suggestion on that one as well. So in Smash, largely that mechanic, you know, we don't really think of that to exist, but it kind of does. And this is where a level of my personal expertise kind of comes into play. Little Mac in Smash 4 uh, had a beautiful mechanic known as trample. And so you could have, like, light arms, yes, getting deflected by attacks. Um, we, we have examples of that in which you can, you can punch certain projectiles out of the air and so on. Um, you could have medium arms uh, stopping or trading momentum. And you could have heavy arms trampling. The mechanic of trampling exists in Smash, and it was most predominant for Little Mac. And what would happen is when two people clashed at the same time, uh, Little Mac would put them in, in, in a longer hit stun and get to act out of it to his favor when they... Uh, it was to his advantage to clash. And, and they put it on tilts. They put it on normal attacks, not just smashes. So it would still, it would still clank, but your opponent has a longer... For lag. example, in Smash 4, and boy did I love doing this, a Ganondorf could set up a Warlock punch, and you know, it's, it's the Falcon punch Ganondorf, so it's, it's the head, one right. of the... Head. I could turn around and up tilt and put the back of my up tilt on his warlock punch, and he would recoil in place, and I would turn around and F-smash him. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> a- so that is an example that in which insane. you can possibly create uh, three different feels for light, medium, and heavy, respectively, inside of the game, I would think. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's what they'll so go So it already with. exists. Yeah, I'm not saying that's necessarily what they would go with, but I am suggesting that that would be a prospective way to approach it that already exists. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think that would be fascinating to see. And, and you know, and that's why I'm really glad, you know, Scrimson and soul for coming on the show today, because it's, it's great to, to get, I think what, what we bring to the table in terms of this perspective from the inside of being in the arm scene a long time. And for you, soul, having knowledge of both games, being able to really talk about what we might actually be able to see in terms of arms mechanics and and smash. And, you know, I anticipate for this episode, we might have a lot of listeners from both the arms scene and the smash scene, um, hopefully. And for any smash listeners out there, you know, I get it. If you're, if you're upset and and thinking, you know, we don't really want um, to see an arms character in the game. Um, But I I think that, you know, it's going to be, hopefully something that's new to the table that brings something that we haven't seen before for smash. I think it'll be quite interesting um, to see how they approach the, the, the character. And, you know, I think it's neat to see um, them like Nintendo continuing to try to push their new other IP um, as a fighting game um, going forward. And hopefully we, we do see more support. I believe that anybody uh, out there getting petty over a character that's going to bring a fighting style this unique to their game they're not real fans. Yeah, <laughs> I I see it 
I'm a huge Smash fan. I, I have been since N64. So a, as a Smash fan, I see why this is going to work for Nintendo, that this is going to introduce a new element to the game. But the, the fact that it is going to add in such a, a polarizing element like the long-distance grabs, uh, say they add in a deflect, or we get Master Mummy with super armor and he's still punching through with heavy arms, there's going to be a lot of complaining, and I could see a lot of backlash um immediately when people find out what the new mechanic of the game is so uh, i i could see smash fans getting even more upset once the character actually comes out i just i just hope that for for smash listeners um and people out there for for smash i just want you to know that like i don't think the arms community like you know i i know pretty much everyone in the arms community at this point like i've spoken to every single person who's been a competitive player and otherwise and i think that arms as a whole view smash as a great game and we like the smash community and you know i think that we have a lot of fondness for the smash community and i think that obviously the smash community views arms as sort of this thorn in the side um for you know for them and it's sort of this like we're you know why like this is gonna draw stuff away or draw support away from smash and i don't think that's the case i think that you know arms is this very close-knit very wholesome community as a whole and um i just hope that we'll maybe we'll find some sort of coexistence <laughs> between the scenes at some point there's gonna be plenty of room for that once again the mistake being made here is the conflation of Twitter being representative of the whole when really the extreme vocal minority. And so you have mm-hmm. a lot of these outliers people amongst social media, but they're not representative of what the community actually is in person. What these people and and I've I've been around Smashers for five years and despite the depressing lack of deodorant, they're wonderful people. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely, absolutely. I've met I've met so many amazing people. <laughs> Depressing lack of deodorant. <laughs> I tried so hard to keep that in. <laughs> That's okay. Um, yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, it just it, it'll be neat. It'll be great to see. Um, you know, I, I was it was a really awesome moment. Um, I, I mean, I think maybe we'll end we'll end here because I think we've really covered pretty much everything that we want to talk about in terms of this, the arms news and what this might mean for smash. But, um, you know, at smash and splash five, that was the last time arms had like a serious major that was last summer. So summer of 2019. And after the arms tournament was finished at the very end of, um, the, like the tournament and smash and splash was well winding up for the, the series, you know, for the, um, event at Kalahari, we went to this, the arms scene got together at this bar, uh, that was, you know, for, for food afterwards. And we ran into hungry box and hungry box took a picture with the arm scene. And it was like a really pleasant experience of the smash scene being pretty cool like with just like oh wow this community like seems like they're having a lot of fun together and we were everyone was laughing and reminiscing over great times that the community had and it was a perfect kind of ending um to that tournament and and in terms of arms going forward or arms two coming out i hope to see that sort of you know thing happen more often and i think it'll be really great yeah i'm curious to see what would happen if like sonic fox or other top fighters from other games came into arms uh, i'm wondering if if they'd pick it up and three months later they're better than everybody who plays arms or 
if mm-hmm. if we really have legitimate skilled fighters obviously we do and it would take time for anybody to get to that level but uh, i'm also interested in seeing top players from smash and other games try arms out but something fascinating i found out when i was uh when i was introducing myself to the mortal Kombat community great guys by the way um is that sonic fox in, in the private chats to my understanding this i'm about to get super liable out here but he uh he at one juncture, uh, we we know, intended to enter into Smash, and uh, in the private chats, he was like, um, I, and I know, not arms, I apologize, but he was like, uh, this, it's too hard, <laughs> it's it's like it is. There's too much. There's there is too much to learn. This is ridiculous, uh, and and that, that's to my understanding. Mm-hmm. This is a third hand story of a second hand story, but I um, <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that he found that. Smash would have required far too much investment for and, and by the way, I believe that if he put his time in proper, yeah, I don't think there's a game he oh, can't be good crazy. at. But I also think but, but oh, to be fair, sure. I have that same kind of optimistic outlook for people in general. If you put your work in, you can be good. And it's just a matter mm-hmm. of being efficient about it and approaching it correctly. So so could Sonic Fox be good in arms? Sure. Absolutely. Could he be good in arms inside like a couple weeks period? Juxtaposed to some of the best players out there, I don't think he'd be there that quick. And I don't, I, I don't think that the game lacks that level of depth. Uh, and I don't think it's necessarily mm-hmm. as easy to master as people assume. I do think that on its face, it's a simple concept: throw the punch, hit the guy, don't get hit. Sure, whatever. But like there, there, there are underlying and different mechanics. And so many matchup spreads to understand that the sheer, the sheer recency, uh, no, I don't think you're going to see someone like Sonic Fox coming in and just decimating the rest of the competitive scene that has stayed there faithfully. I couldn't come in right now, I don't think, and come in and like place highly in the open. I would need months to catch up to what has been built upon by the community. You know, that's just, that's just realistic. Yeah, makes sense. I like that insight. Absolutely, yeah. It's I, and again, thank you both, Scrims and Soul, for making the time to to come on our show today and and really get into the nitty gritty of of what we might see in the future in terms yes. of Arms and Smash and and um you know it's just you know fantastic to hear your insight because you have you both have so much experience in the topic and a lot of fantastic insight to bring to the table and we're glad that we were able to record today and kind of have this open you know round table discussion for it well thank you for having me on i appreciate it and uh i think i'll actually all right well thank you so much guys and um for all our listeners um again we will be back with more content as we have been doing a lot this season in terms of releasing quite a few more episodes than anticipated um stay safe out there amongst um, all the COVID 19 stuff you know stay indoors make sure you're socially distancing yourself and we will see you in the next episode Wholesome Transmissions is hosted by me, Pineapple Freak, and Radio. Our producer is Radio, and our editors are Radio and myself. Our logo is designed by Griffical, and our music used on this episode is provided courtesy of Scrimps. Thanks, Scrimps, for being on our show again. We also would like to give a shout-out to all our listeners and people out there during this um, COVID-19 pandemic. We hope you all are staying safe, and arms is nice.